the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. We're here this morning to look back at a packed weekend of football action. I'm joined by Barry O'Mani and we're going to start with a few talking points from the weekend, Barry. I suppose we'll, we'll start off at Croke Park, even if attention here in Cork was obviously elsewhere with, with all the club games we had on. Um, were you surprised to see Kerry, Kerry beaten, all Ireland champions, or, or was it inevitable it going to be a tight game, Kerry-Dublin? It's always going to be a tight game, but uh, I did fancy Kerry uh, before throwing. I just thought maybe Clifford could be the difference. Dave, David Clifford, that is. Um, but he uh, showed that he's he's human after all. Um, but yeah, Dublin, you know, they dug it out and they won by two points. And fair play to them, yeah. Um, yeah, they, another, David just just struggled a little bit, didn't he? Like, you know, he got a lot of shots off under fierce pressure from Michael Fitzsimons, and just had a day where he looked, as you said, a yeah, bit more mortal. Every player has has one of those days, and um, yeah, he'll bounce back. But yeah, Dublin, Dublin were probably yeah. We all like Kerry had the third quarter, the, the third quarter push, and Dublin had the fourth fourth quarter push. So um, yeah. Dublin had the bench, didn't they? And they and had, they had the experience, and they the, the comeback kids, I suppose, in Cluxton, and you know, got the band back together, as they the were band saying. Back together, as they got said, last night, yeah. um, So yeah, Dublin, um, not all Ireland for them, and. Um, but from Kerry's point of view, I suppose Jack O'Connor will be very disappointed because, you know, um, during his period as Kerry manager, like he, he was never able to win back-to-back All-Ireland uh, titles. So uh, he'll be very disappointed uh, this week. And I suppose for, for Cork, it was a difficult one. We, we, we didn't know who to be cheering when you d- Dublin or Kerry. I think uh, more people in Cork seem to be leaning towards Dublin, I suppose, th- so we wouldn't have the neighbours crowing at us. But uh, yeah. hopefully in the next few years, under John Clare, we might progress back up to that we're you know, rattling those type of teams or moving to the business end of the championship. That's the aim, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Cork are definitely on the right road. No, it'll take time. Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, but definitely this year, um, there was positive signs and you know, under John Cleary's... Uh, Stewardship, yeah, Clark are definitely under under right road, and uh, obviously, you know, next season will be very important to get promotion to Division One. And I suppose John Clare and his selectors they they'll have been out and about all weekend looking at all that, the the club championship games. If, if anyone was inside in uh, Parky Ring on Saturday evening, they would have seen a, a headed goal from Andrew Murphy, St Michael's. That was definitely something that jumped out of me over the weekend. I, I think throwing it back to to when uh, Dinny Allen got a headed goal disallowed for Nemo. Uh, Dennis Hurley and his match report went through it. Um, so St Michael's had a massive rattle. They got they got two goals in the last few minutes. Looked like they get a draw to Douglas and up po- popped one of our favourite Cork footballers, Sean Powder, a t- touch of class. And got I think a seventy-four minute winner. So a, a big result for Douglas, wasn't it? To hold off Michaels. A huge result, yeah. Like there was um, one stage in the game, D- Douglas looked like they would would uh, win it comfortably, but you know, saying Michaels uh, rallied, and a big win for Douglas. You know, after uh, trying to qualify out of their group uh, last year, um, you know, they'll be they'll be very happy with this win over over their rivals and uh, Michaels obviously had that bounce after winning the senior A football last year so big win for Douglas nearly nearly a soccer a soccer header for a soccer draw but, yeah. but, but but the bit of football class and powder came through and I noticed Shane Kingston came off the bench for uh, for Douglas there in the first half replacing one of their injured players and he hasn't played actually for the last four years last time he played they got to a semi-final 
So interesting to see him him back playing fabulous Cork minor footballer, dual player back in the day in 2015. So it's a huge boost for Douglas to to, to get Shane available physically and everything and as well as his football ability. Absolutely, a hu- huge boost for Douglas. And, um, you know, that's something that we'll be targeting this year. Douglas, you know, having a stronger panel as they t- as they try and make an impression really in the, in the championship because they have uh, failed to deliver really over the last couple of years um, because Douglas have, you know, as we all know, have huge potential do well in the championship but haven't quite got it right yeah they've reached um, one, one county final back in 2008 and they've been in a few semi-finals over the years uh, I think maybe three or four finals over the last t- 25 years so there's, there, there's always potential there in Douglas they're always playing Premier 1 minor their minors had a great win during the week you know definitely they're they're the club you'd expect to have won a senior county at this stage but I suppose look it's early days but they've got the two points on the board anyway which is the main thing L- looking at, at some of the other results uh, like Ballincollig suffered a huge defeat there to to Nemo Rangers on Friday night. That that was a big surprise, wasn't it? Yeah. Leaving my my Ballincollig bias aside, you would have expected it to be a tight match, you know, or a very competitive game. And in the end, Nemo complete control coming down the last few minutes. Nearly had a third goal, but two past Ballincollig, and I think Ballincollig only scored six points. Six points. Yeah, they'll be very disappointed. Like Pods, your man, he will be will be pulling his hair out this week. Like he'll be very disappointed. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Um, like I was down in 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 Clannacilty at the West Cork Derby, and I will will touch on that in a minute. But like, um, to concede a goal after four minutes, I think it was. And Matt Conan got a goal for Nemo. Um, and like I saw Bannon Colley towards the back end of the league, and they were they were working very hard on the on, on the defensive uh, play, and you know, especially with Oliver O'Sullivan on the line with, with Podsey, and they'd be very disappointed. Uh, overall and especially the, the post start obviously to concede a goal after four minutes and uh, to run the back foot straight away uh, so a couple of defense defensive kind of mix-ups for for the two goals they conceded which would be as you said very very frustrating for them and um, they were you know short a lot of players during the league they were you know, they were playing with a very very short-handed you know i mean they would have been starting with like kind of five championship starters in a lot of games five or six but like they had most of their players available i think they were missing liam jennings through injury at the back and obviously luke fahey is out which which is a huge blow after nailing himself down as a Cork starter, but at the same time, you know Nemo were out Luke Connolly, their best known forward. Yeah, um, but Ballincollig would be very disappointed even like to score six points. You know, with, with, with all the firepower they have, like um, Keen Dog and Darren Murphy, Darrell Manny, Harry Ahorn, I think uh, came off the bench. Um, he Coming was injured. Yeah, he was injured for for, for most of the season. Um, but they'll be, they'll be very disappointed, Ballincollig. But they look, they have to pick uh, themselves up and, and get ready for for Carrigaline. Three week break, I suppose, helps. They lost the first round last year and they ended up getting to the semi final. And that that's the one advantage, I suppose, for for clubs. Once you don't have too many dual players, obviously, you know, or if you're a football only club, you do have a three week gap. There's two weeks of hurling now, a divisional kind of week in between, so you really can re- reboot um, before before you go back and actually. Yeah, there's not a few teams. There's some some very lopsided scores. I mean, Napiershig shipped an absolutely massive drubbing at the hands of of Kilshanig. Um, God, that that was. I mean. Piercing, you know, we're playing a relegation final, which they lost there about the bones of fifteen years ago with Saint Nick's. I remember covering it, and they've really, they've really f- fallen down the rankings now. They, I mean, I know they're a young team, and I know that it's a hurling club, primarily, uh, but again, they were in county senior semi-finals twenty odd years ago, and, and that's a massive defeat. Massive, yeah, two twenty-five to five points, I think it was. Um, look, Kilshanig ran a high um, after winning the intermediate football championship, and um, you know, they'd be probably one of the teams that would. Um, Fancy themselves in that particular championship, but from the Pearson's point of view, to, to concede 225 and 25 points. Yeah. It's hard to pick yourself up after that, isn't it? And Island Rovers, si- similar last night, they, you know, you were down covering that on Sunday night, sorry, um, against Bishopstone, a very heavy defeat in a kind of rain swept night. 
Very, very heavy defeat for Island Rovers, yeah. Um, like it was one twelve to four points, but it, c- it could probably should have been, you know, a lot more. Uh, Bishops were, were wasteful in the second half. But Island Rovers, yeah, they're, they're struggling at the, at the moment. Um, they are struggling. Like I, I can remember, you know, summer's evening a couple of years ago down in down in Roscarbury. I was just down there watching it and uh, watching the league game. And Island Rovers beat, beat, beat Carberry Rangers in the league. Was, I think it was Division 1. Two or three years ago, uh, but they've they've fallen a long way. Um, and it's kind of about in, in that short space of time. avoiding relegation. No, already first for some of the teams who've had who've had bad defeats. Isn't it? I know that sounds very negative. You know, Mallow are the same. But they were starting against county favourites, the Bears. But they got out of their group last year. Huge defeat defeat on Saturday. Like all those clubs, now it's just about finding some way to reboot and grinding out a result in the second round. Yeah, like you just have to pick yourself up and, and, and go again it's um, but again that three week uh, break I, I, you know if you're not a dual club you know can can help um, but if you're a dual club then it's, it's you know can be can be difficult to uh, but uh, you know for the Piership for example you know um, they're following this weekend so they don't tend to feel sorry for you themselves know, really you know, they have to so and go again and enough of the negativity what about a, 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 a few shouts for our player of the week after uh, after a, a epic weekend there's loads of options there is a good few options. Um, Mark White for Clannacilty, the goalkeeper. Um, he got two points in play. Whoa. Uh, two points in play, um, two great points, and he made a few very good saves. Um, but he's been he's been impressive for Clannacilty the last couple of years. A former Cork goalie, of former course. Former Cork goalkeeper. Went travelling, I think. Was went travelling, whether he's any uh, interest in going back in or whatever, you know, remains to be seen. But he's a very good goalkeeper. Very modern, very modern, modern kicking two points for Yeah, yeah. So uh, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be delighted. Clannock guilty. Um, but Mark, Mark played well. Pierce O'Neill at uh, forty-three years of age. He did. Um, he was playing for Hada. They lost by three points in a in a tight game against Kilimanjaro in the Premier Intermediate Football. Um, he still stood out. At but he didn't score. But he was. He, he stood out. He like he, he covered every blade of grass in Kilimanjaro. He was brilliant. Uh, ran himself into the ground and like. I walked past him uh, after the game and he was kind of a fella that would, you know, keep going all day, like machine. Man. Amazing. 13 all years on from winning the All-Ireland. And uh, Stephen Sherlock, you know, won 10 um, for the Bowers in, in the win against uh, Mallow. Matthew Bradley, Farrah Burrough in the Intermediate A Football Championship in their win over uh, Andrew Gold. He got 1-7. Um, Tom Cunningham... Uh, got one five for Kilshanig in the in 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 the, in the win over Napierschig. Um, Cork on the twenty player this year. Uh, Conor Callan, Cork senior hurler, kicked six points for Drum Tower. Whoa. Um, in their win over Glanmire. Cork uh, under twenty all Ireland winning hurling captain there a couple of years ago. Yeah, Conor they, they beat Glanmire in the intermediate a football championship, and you know Glanmire were a team I, I I talked up last week, so. Bad start, uh, bad start for bad one of your tips for yeah, the county. <laughs> so they'll have to uh, pick themselves up and, and, and go again. Um, yeah, That's some good. And l- it, it's funny; it was a good, good weekend for goalkeepers because out in Ballincollig on Saturday afternoon, you had Aerog beating Carrigaline, which was a huge win for them. The group a tight game, and, and Chris Kelly, who Cork uh, Cork number two this year to me, all a Martin made two super saves and saved a penalty on top of it, so three saves in the first half for him. So he's definitely a a, a, a f- footballer of the week contender and Ryan Price out of Skibreen had a, had a great game for them as well Donovan Ross had a, had a massive first round win another former Cork goalkeeper um, and Michal A. Martin made a couple of good saves against Ballincollig incidentally as well so ver- very good weekend f- for, for goalkeepers that Skibreen win was impressive wasn't it? 
He was very impressed over there against Nachtigree. Yeah. Two teams that would be fancied in the championship and um, vital big win at the start big of the win, season. Big yeah. win, yeah. And uh, it was a you know, close game by all accounts, but uh, Skibbereen uh, edged it. And uh, going back to the Eog and Carrigaline game, you know, on this uh, podcast last week, I uh, I talked up Carrigaline. Um, maybe dark horses to go in that group. Yeah, dark be horses to, to, to get out of the group and maybe make a qualify, maybe potentially a semi-final, but it'll be very difficult for them now. Huge win for Eog. Uh, free hit now against uh, against Neymar in the, in the next game. They'll, they'll relish that game and uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be delighted. Uh. Yeah, and, and any rogue, I suppose, like for, for them, it was just about I suppose having flirted with relegation last year, just getting the win. Huge, so, huge. You know, Chris yeah. coming up with those three weeks. Yeah, delighted for Chris. Yeah, delighted for Chris. You know, he he played very well. I wasn't there, obviously. I was in Clitheroe, but uh, delighted for Chris. Yeah. And, and and I was looking at some other uh, standout performances maybe down the grades. Um, Gary Murphy, who was a former another former Cork minor and under twenty player with Castletown Bear, he. They played Nemo's second team, tight game, just got over the line at the end, but he kicked seven points, five points from play. He's always a, a player I enjoy watching. He's, you know, he's small, but really fast, really strong, very direct, takes players on. Um, and Nemo had Ross Corkery, Colin Corkery's son, who's just, just come out of minor playing, and he kicked a few good points for them. He's really, you know, a player to watch. He'd be a guy now we'd be looking at maybe with Cork under 20s next year. I put in his hand up. He has all the attributes of his father in terms of brilliant shooting off, off both sides and a very strong, strong player. Um, and what about Donnick O'Connor? My man Donnick O'Connor. I was <laughs> he has. He's still going strong. Talking him up before the championship, yeah, and he's still going points, strong. Points. I think he he got for Bally Desmond in a, in a big win over over Say Nicks, uh, a Say Nicks team that were uh, a tough flight club four years ago. So they were obviously uh, struggling at the moment, uh, but a big yeah, win for hurling, Bally Desmond. The hurling demands, yeah. this was a bit like Napier, uh, isn't it? Same yeah, same it's tough to, to balance sport. Tough, to, mm-hmm. tough to bring the ball through, and and there was a, a big win for. Um, Bela Hungary over Clyde Rovers. Obviously, the most you know well-known players there would be probably in Clyde Colors because you've Connor Corbett, who's a Cork senior, and Paddy Cassan, who when we're talking about older players still doing it, he was on the sideline as the manager of Airog and then dashed out that evening and togged out and played the full match for, for Clyde. But but Bela Hungary got the win and uh, Ben Shorten got eight points, six points in play. Serious shooting in football, isn't it? Yeah, v- yeah. In, uh, um, in a tight enough game, you know, tough enough game. Great win for Ballingary, do you know? Um, like I, d- I, I fancied Clyde uh, before the game to maybe edge it, maybe just maybe it was on the base of Conor Corbett up front. I suppose been there. Um, and like Ballingary were missing Liam Shorten, Ben's yeah. brother. Um, now he played junior football, all right? Uh, the, f- the following day for Ballingary in their uh, win over Clan Clan Johar, I think in the Mosby Junior Football Championship. Um, so um, big win for Ballingary. Yeah, they'll be they'll be they'll be thrilled. Uh, with that have a grade that's very tight, where again every win will, will matter because there's multiple potential champions you know I- yeah. in every group in, in that one so who are we going to go for as the, the, the standout player of the week I, I think Mark, Mark White maybe for getting two points Mark White is, um, that's pretty impressive two points from, from play and the saves um, a good team performance from Clan yeah we might touch on it in a minute I'm not sure but, but Clan, Clan did, did played well now I know look Maybe the opposition want that uh, full tilt, maybe Valley Rovers. Yeah, but Valley Rovers are still dogged yeah, outfits, you know, yeah, you wouldn't get anything easy against Valley Rovers normally. Um, so. Valley Rovers, yeah, they, they, they struggled. And um, yeah, I, I, I screw Valley Rovers, yeah. They weren't flowing in. They just weren't flowing, yeah. Fiacre Lynch I, I, was leading the line for them, I, another veteran I, I, player I, who's been, not, you know, in his mid 30s now or whatever, and he's, but they were leaning heavily on him for scores, so. Yeah, it was it was a poor performance and very overs. Yeah, they'll be disappointed with that after getting relegated in the in the in the division one league. They would have been hoping for a better performance down and down in Bandon. Um, and speaking of Bandon, thanks for the two uh, to to Barney Dennis Hurley's aunt. Um, 
the hospitality down there before the game was brilliant. Looking uh, after you for cups of yeah, tea and all cups that. Cups of tea, biscuits, very important. Very cakes. Important. Uh, so I was I was stuffed before before the ball was thrown in. So thanks to Bonnie. And and what about for a team of the week pick? Uh, I suppose Clannagilt, you're up there there again for 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 a good win. Anyone jumps out to you performance wise as a team? Obviously, we've no shortage of individual performers. But um, can talk on on Friday night. They 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 were uh, trailing um, two ninety seven points after thirty nine minutes against uh, Fomoy in the Senior A Football Championship and they, they came back to, to win that game. Uh, so a huge win for, for, for Kentuck. Um, so I'd have to give it to Kentuck uh, really for, for team of the week. And they, and they rattled, rattled, I think, was it three goals to, to win the game coming from behind? Remarkable stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, remarkable stuff. And, and like the, the Walsh clang, like Ian Walsh kicked four points. Paul Walsh and Alan Walsh got a, got a goal each. Um, Aidan Walsh kicked three points Colin Walsh kicked two points and Tommy Walsh kicked two points so, so, so Tommy and Aidan are brothers uh, and then yeah. th- the other lads are first cousins and they're all brothers as well it's amazing yeah. backboning of the team isn't it? there's it's a good nest of them there yeah. and, and in that uh, another name I suppose will be familiar to Cork J fans Lorcan McLaughlin got a goal as well um, obviously was a fantastic hurler for Cork played a senior for a number of years but he was actually a dual Cork under 21 and he won an under 21 All-Ireland medal off the bench along with his brother John back in 2009 as a footballer which I don't think a lot of people realise that's so a lark on a very very solid footballer and um, got a big goal for him but uh, that's a great team performance doesn't it when you're coming from behind and things aren't going your way to get that win and it sets them up now for the weekend when they all switch to hurling and have to take on Sars. Sars, yeah, yeah. And it's easy one for Kentuck. They won't be celebrating <laughs> that, that win for too long when they've got that game coming up. And I suppose Bish- Bishops don't get the big win over Isle Rovers probably deserves a, a shout out too because they've had a kind of a, a difficult few years, haven't they? They've, you know, disappointed last year and they're putting huge work in underage. Brian Cuthbert, John Crowley as the chairman, Larry Tompkins is involved in underage. You know, that was a big win for them now, kind of in a, in a tough grade. Huge win. Uh, they got relegated from the top flight in 2020. Uh, Island Rovers actually actually beat them in the relegation playoff final, um, but last two years, yeah, like the response since the relegation has been has been positive. You know they could have slipped down forward or down the ranks, but no, um, they've they've um, stabilised and and they've I think they've turned the corner. You know, Damon Vaughan uh, uh, was manager the last two years. He did yes. great work, and he's he's obviously over in Australia. Now I did an interview with him, which was in the paper last week. Um, passionate Cork GA lovely, anyway, for sure. lovely fella yeah very passionate uh, GA man proud Bishop's own man and he did great work over the last two years he stepped down and former Cork footballer Mick Hannon took over this year he was selected with Bobby O'Dwyer when Cork won the minor All-Ireland in ah, 2019 guy, Mick, yeah. very experienced guy and top guy as well top top guy and um, so they're, they're, they're on the right road I think whether they, they whether they can win the county this year they a young enough team, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, but well they, they have enough marquee players maybe yeah. to win it. That's when you're looking uh, at some of the they're other they're teams. They're definitely on the right road. They're definitely on the right road and they'll be, they'll be happy with that win over, over Island Rovers. But for this week, I suppose we'll still have to stick with Cantor. You get three three goals in the last 20 minutes, come from behind, win a game like that. A, a definite good shout out for uh, for our team of the week. Yeah, they looked dead and buried and especially in, foot, you know, in football and and uh, it wasn't uh, a great evening above and kill of Wollongboy accounts weather-wise so they'll be delighted with, with that win and yeah, onwards and upwards from. Now we're joined by Dennis Hurley to look forward to the Cork Club Championships hurling section that's throwing in next weekend. And the intercounty season ha- has just concluded uh, a week ago. Uh, a, ra- a rain kiss final, but but Limerick were still dancing and singing at the end of it once again. Once again, Dennis. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted l- last Sunday week. Just you know, uh, as the the outcome became clear, I said Limerick are inevitable. You know, it's just. Whatever is thrown at them, they they just are able to, to come up trumps. 
after after the Clare round robin game, which they led by three points and lost by one. They led by three at half time and lost by one. They didn't need at half time in any of their other five games, and they won the second halves by a total of thirty points. You know, that just says it all. And the gaps were getting bigger as the end of the championship came closer. They they beat Galway by ten points in second half, beat Kilkenny by twelve points in second half. And to think that we were there in the second last round of the Munster going off, Cork beat Clare and then Tip beat Limerick. Limerick grew with a game to spare, you know? Yeah. The greatest compliment you can pay him, I suppose, lads, is that that they saved their best for Croke Park. The biggest stage. Absolutely. Cork teams, unfortunately, haven't got to Croke Park enough in the last few years in hurling and also have have disappointed a number of times. Bar beating Kilkenny in that semi final in 2021. It's, you know, it's. Huge credit to him. Sickening yeah. as a car yeah. man, unfortunately. No oh, offense no, to Limerick, to but I know when I'm watching any team winning. Yeah. 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 For Cork lose by a point that day was was you know, sickening, yeah. And um, Barry, it seems like yeah. a, kind of almost like a lifetime ago now since Cork's into county season yeah. concluded with, <laughs> the, with that split season yeah, format. You yeah. know, we were kind of out at the, at the start of, start of June there. Yeah, now the big, margins, yeah. the big positive, I suppose, was that Cork did win another under twenty All Ireland. Yeah, three and four years. Yeah, it's not quite the same as winning Liam McCarthy, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. definitely a step in the right yeah, direction. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a few very good players, um, but just trying to manage them properly and. Um, you know, a few very good players, Ben Cunningham, and I know he was on the senior panel for a bit this year. And Craig O'Connell, James DeWire, um, Shane Kingston from Ballinor had a great season with the under 20s. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you could name the whole team really. You know, they're a very good team, but it's just trying to manage them properly. So we could and have two, two Shane Kingston, two, 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 two Shane Kingston, confu- confuse, confuse us. And it was yeah. Michal Mal- um, Mullins had a very good season in league. Michal Mullins from White Church, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually interviewed him at the start of the season. Uh, brilliant fella and uh, I was delighted from um, so yeah really good team and Ben O'Connor and his selectors yeah they did a great uh, great job fair play to them and one of the things heading into yeah. th- this club championship now is we'll all be looking out to see how how these lads progress won't we I mean some of them are you know Ross Sullivan's only 18 years of age probably only turning 18 now he's, he's you know he, he's still in school in, in, in the man AG but it'll be fascinating to see how they play won't it absolutely the thing about the club championships you want to see the the big fellas show that they, they can do it, you know, the, the guys who do it for Cork, you want to see them drive on and inspire the clubs, and it, it's kind of, it's another test, for for us now coming off the 20s like that, you, you talk about maybe having two Shane Kingston's on the Cork panel, maybe that's what we need, because when we two Kieran Murphy's last time we won the, the All-Ireland, <laughs> so I think that could be the... That's the key to it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, but yeah, it, it, p- people always do look out to see how the, the county players go, um, and it, it's kind of, kind of expected of the the fellas you know that if they're not doing it for a club people kind of don't think that they can do it for for the county so it, it's definitely uh, important for, for for guys to be able to show that they, they can do that and provide leadership really and that's the great thing actually about the group format lads isn't it in that with the three games that are there three guaranteed matches most clubs will have four a lot of clubs will have four you know you can look through the schedule there and you know if you've got kids or if you just are a kid at heart like, like ourselves and you want to go out and watch say the likes of Connerly Han playing for Middleton I mean he rarely has a bad game for yeah, Middleton yeah. whatever questions are thrown about Cork he, he's great to watch you know, you, you, know, you go see these guys play up close and personal it's fantastic and you know you know, for, for young kids and they get their hurley signs and everything afterwards it, it, it's really terrific isn't it yeah the, the accessibility of it all you know that it's not just that these guys are on television it's that you have a great opportunity now to get up close to my dad and just see them operating at, at a level where they are the stars of the show uh, it, it is great and I think it's another thing in favour of the 
the schedule and I think if you ask most of the Cork senior hurling panel the guys who got to go away to America for a while they're obviously in favour of it too because you wouldn't have had that before where you'd be training all summer with Cork maybe get one game in with the club knocked out with Cork and over the club two weeks later then and if you get in a, a run a week later sometimes yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and you might have to play six or seven weeks in a row then whereas now there was a clear definition to it obviously they didn't want to be available those few weeks they'd have preferred to be doing what Limerick were doing but it gave them a chance to do something they mightn't otherwise have got to do okay so next section we're going to go into it's for uh, those who are looking to go to a game this weekend someone who needs to choose between their Barbie or Oppenheimer kind of choice in the cinema the, the match you need to catch uh, Dennis, what do you think the, the standout game or games are coming up? In uh, the I think ju- ju- just looking at the fixtures and the way they fall as an opener, uh, Black Rock and Glen Rovers on Friday night, it, it just really stands out. It, it seems like less than three years ago that they played in that infamous county county final, you know, during the COVID year. Um, it, you know, a, a classic, I suppose, that not a lot of people got to actually attend. No, but you know, extra time and everything like that. It, it, the same day as the bars and Castlehaven episode one shall we say so you know it was anyone who managed to get from Parky Creeve to Parky Ring that day probably only those of us in the media really got a treat so he'd apparently um, shoot out in the bars Castlehaven yeah. and, and Black Rock's first county in, yeah, in a long time exactly, the same day yeah, yeah. so uh, just in, in terms of how those two teams go against each other it'll be fascinating add in the fact that Middleton are in that group as well with Bishopstown and it really just makes winning that first game hugely important. So th- there'll be an off that riding on that. Blackrock made it to the league final. They were disappointing against Stars. Um, Glenn, really good in Division 2. Obviously, doing what you'd expect them to do. So they're kind of coming in with differing fortunes that way. But I don't know, will it count for a huge amount? It'll probably be a, a close tussle given the, the personnel involved on both sides. And I suppose it's an advantage for Middleton Barry, isn't it? That, that, and that's look with the best respect to Bishopstone. They're 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 considered yeah. strong relegation candidates. They've been mm. flirting with it for the last few years. Like Middleton will be looking to tear into that game, Absolutely. get the win on the board, yeah, yeah. and then you have Blackrock and 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 Try the winners as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Bishopstone, yeah, they've had a tough few years, and uh, yeah, it will be a struggle for them this year. Um, they covered a few of their league games and. Yeah, they, 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 the players, they, they just don't have the players. They just don't have the players, and you know, kind of a lot of the, the older players are, are still kind of hanging on. Uh, they're still playing, you know. Um, I and suppose I if you ask about Bishop and Hurling, like the two names that would jump out would be Shane O'Neill and Pat Cronin. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. So. Um, no, there was a few good young players um, coming through, like Dara Daly was wing back. Uh, the of Bishop and he actually stood out. He was a player that, that actually did well for them. Uh, Kyle Fitzpatrick in goal uh, did quite well for them. So, yeah, they've, they haven't a bad team, but it's just. Uh, just the, the, the depth really, yeah, it's a tor- yeah, and it's a very tough group for them, very tough. And, and what match are you looking forward to, to, to catching on that? Um, or what game do you think people should head to? I suppose it, moving out to Senior A, like Newcastle are playing Blarney uh, on Saturday night in Ovens at half seven. Um, nice fixture, and it's a tough group because you have Corsi Rovers and and Betty Hay as well in, in that particular group. So uh, four, four. See the champion coming out. Yeah, of that group, absolutely. Yeah, four very tough. Um, Teams, they're very competitive teams. So, I knew someone Blarney. You know, I know Mark Goldman um, won't feature for, for, for Blarney, not in the first game anyway. Um, is there a chance of him playing at all this season? Or is he touching uh, I, d- I, don't thi- I don't think so, from what I'm hearing. Oh, that's uh, a pity, isn't it? No. Should we? You know, yeah, I know you, you, you don't know if they got to the Latin yeah, 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 maybe yeah, he would yeah. be available. And Gavin O'Manny, former Limerick Hurler, is, is coaching Blarney. And they did a good enough league campaign in Division 3. 
Um, and obviously you've seen Barrett, Patrick Power as well up front, and new sound of David. A new sound, new sound of Luke Mead, David Buckley. Um, so yeah, that'll be a good game on, on Saturday night, and you know, in, in a very tough group, and whoever loses that game, um, could be under pressure. And Blowney were very unlucky last year in their group, uh, because uh, the two teams that finished uh, uh, above Blowney got to the county yeah, final, got, yeah. got to the county final, um, Corsi Rovers and Ford O'Neills. Ah, that was a tough group. Uh, the tough group, group for Blowney. Yeah. You could have something similar yeah. to yeah. this yeah, year. Yeah, so yeah, but Blowney will hopefully be on the right side of the, the line this year. Okay, so now we'll move on to our power rankings. Uh, the trickiest thing you have to do now before the season starts is to tell us one to three across all the grades who are the yeah. top teams, who are the teams to beat, and we'll update them as we go through the season on the Echo Sport podcast. Dennis, we'll start off with you, the Premier Senior grade. Premier Senior, I'd go one St. Finbars, two Sarsfield, and three to Glen. Um, people might think maybe after winning the league so well, Sarah should be top. They've been favourites the last few years and it just hasn't happened from for whatever reason. I'm going by the the approach from the wire, you know, the king, he stayed a king <laughs> until, <laughs> until he's not. Yeah, yeah, and the 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 conference the bars would have taken from from last year will will be huge. You know, that was a a massive monkey on their backs. And to do it the way they did it, drawing a child with the first night, you know, when you're in a group with, with SARS and BlackRock, I suppose people were thinking that you know, they were struggling even at that stage. They bounced back really well. You know, their defence was nearly impenetrable um, throughout. And then they had the, the forwards who, who could who could con- contribute and, and work well together. Obviously, you'd, you'd Ben Cunningham kind of providing the, the 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 big personalities. But then, you know, Brian Hayes, Conor Callan, guys who were able to come in like that. And, you know, you've William Buckley is, is kind of coming on more now you know, having having won the the, un, the under twenty all Ireland with Cork, Ben O'Connor obviously is a big loss, and that that's one that they'll have to deal with. Given that his midfield partnership with Ethan Toomey was so strong last year, but they they do have a, a good squad there, and they I think they'll definitely be in the mix again. And Sarah's prop prop they've underachieved really in the last years. Yeah, they? I yeah, mean, look, they've yeah. won four counties in the modern era. Any other club would would take yeah. their hand off for that. But at the same time few bounces of the slitter they've been unlucky but they, they have such talent you know there's a fierce depth to their squad they, it can't be you know management's fault right now they've had a number of different managers there and they've just yeah, fallen and short in a few different ways and it's funny you say four in the modern era and <laughs> to us old guys it is the modern era but they're it's coming not, up it's now not really I suppose yeah they, they've gone eight years without a title you know having won four and seven yeah. you know they, they definitely will feel that they're just trying to make me feel old uh, I know I'm trying to kind of just get, get strength in, in numbers um, because cause I feel old too, but um, they, they definitely will feel they should have won one in the last four or five years. They were really good in the league, and now the the mission is to to show that they can transfer that to the championship. And they have a new management team, Barry, with Johnny Crowley. Johnny Crowley and, 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 the, and Rock, the Rock. And his, the Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they'll, be, they'll be strong, yeah. And, and depth, depth won't be a problem, Barry. Depth won't be a problem, no. no I covered... Um, one or two of their league games this year and they were missing quite a lot of players so one particular game and um, yeah like the, the quality that came off the bench and you know was, was very strong so um, yeah they'd be they'd be and up you, there you yeah. covered the yeah. Glen a few yeah. times as well and the Glen a few w- times without yeah. Patrick Horgan without you know, Patrick Horgan um, if they can get out of that group oh, they've but on paper they have a great uh, first 15 d- yeah, I actually interviewed Richie Keller a few weeks ago and um, you know they thought they were going well and they went out to talk with the play the Bowers and the Bows 
and that was beat them fairly comfortably and, and Richie Keller like couldn't get over like the, the strength and conditioning, the fitness of, of, of the bows that day. Um we'll hinge on that first uh, game against the Rockies a bit. Yeah, a huge game, yeah. yeah. Huge game, yeah. So um yeah. Like obviously Patrick Horgan is still such a big figure for them, but they're developing other other guys in attack like Owen O'Leary you know is the guy you'd be looking to, to step up but Simon Kenneth exactly yeah but and Stephen Lynham who's only 18 years yeah. old lovely hurlers and then a, a half back line of Robert Downey Owen Downey and Brian Moyle and yeah. you know yeah. y- you, you find it tough to match that anywhere else in the grade like yeah that's so kind of equivalent to the Limerick powerhouse yeah, yeah. yeah. so line, it, it? it's such a great foundation for them so move, moving on Barry, you're going to look at the senior A grade for us. There are three power rankings, your top three teams to yeah, beat. Yeah, like this is d- you know, very, very difficult uh, to predict, really. Just have one look at the, the groups, like, and it, it was a difficult uh, ask, really. Um, so, three teams, very tough. Um, I'm going to go with Blarney. I suppose just in the face of maybe Podrick Power, uh, Shane Bauer up front, and I think they're good defence as well. And a bit of Limerick Factor with Gavin Limerick O'Mani Factor with Gavin O'Mani, yeah. Yeah, for the steel. Um, Carol Tool would be my pick. Um, now, it could be horribly wrong, but um, Flank Flannery is, is back in there, a very experienced coach. Um, well, a good fit there, you'd think. Good fit there, yeah, back yeah. Back um, the and the Sean Walsh up front, we were saying. Sean one of the Walsh, most impressive yeah, yeah, young, yeah, young yeah, hurlers yeah, of the last he, few months. Yeah, he, he, he did very well underage with Cork, and he did very well with WIT this year. In the Fitzgibbon, so yeah, they could be, they could be, yeah, they, they, they could, they could rattle it. Um, the Pearshig, you know, they've, they've just recently relegated from the top flight, and and they've Sean Og and uh, and John Gardner on the line. Um, a player I'm actually interesting uh, interested to, to 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 see really in action is is Dara Conway. Um, yes, didn't feature for Cork. Didn't this summer feature well. for for Cork t- this summer, um, and obviously he was a very good underage player. Um, I saw him in a few league games this year for for Pearshig and he was he was very good. So I'd like to see him kick on. Might have a point to prove, maybe. Yeah, like point to prove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he would be a player. I'm and Pearshig, I suppose they're the kind of glamour yeah. team in that grade. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, down and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'd yeah. expect to go up, but but and then Ross O'Sullivan as well. Ross O'Sullivan, of course. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have Christopher Joyce anymore, lads. This was one of their stalwarts. He's gone, and I suppose Evan Sheehan has been away working in things a lot. Evan Sheehan, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be important if they had him. Another guy who was a great underage player for Cork at twenty. I can remember, you know, watching Evan O'Sullivan above in Torres with 2017. I could be wrong now. 2017, man, the match against Clare. He was brilliant, and yeah, he was brilliant that day. Yeah, and even then the, the two goals against Black Rock in the county semi-final, yeah. you know, and how yeah. outings have gone since then. Mm. They look to be in a great position to be reaching a final, like, and just shows how quickly things change. And, you know, <laughs> that's the beauty of the the format, you know, even though Pearson probably didn't see much beauty in it. No, no, but but, but they, they maybe they'll reset lads yeah. at the scenery yeah, grade, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Their yeah. underage isn't as strong as it was, and they don't have the same pick they had, obviously, the area has far yeah, more kids they, living in it. Yeah, the would so. have been encouraging for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Finishing mid-table and division. Yeah. One, uh, so we'll look now at the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship. Barry yeah. is going to go through the power rankings and that. This is the grade <laughs> that I'm most interested <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. Ballin yeah. featuring it. Um, Ballin would be would be my my pick really. Um, they'd be number one. Um, Sean Goheen has gone in and there from from the Pearshig. Um, he's got the Pearshig off. He was of course he over his last couple of years. Uh, great success and he's uh brought his. Uh, wingman with him, Owen Galvin from Ballincollig. Um Striking condition. Striking condition coach, yeah. You know, he's he's done great work with of course he over the last couple of years and 
going into Ben Hasek now. He's a lot of um, previous and he was with Morgan, a few other teams, so yeah. he's great experience. And um, so it's Ben Hasek. Why Ben Hasek? Um, they've always had a great team, but adding to, you know the two O'Sullivans though onto the panel as well, Adam and uh, Dara. Um, yeah, and you know they're a very good team. They've Brian Lynch, young Brian Lynch up front. He's going well for them. He did well in the league. Uh, Connor Desmond, Evan Collan, Patrick Collins and goal. You know they're a very good team. The two Lumberts. So yeah, I know they will be there thereabouts. Number two, Castellines. Uh, another team that have been knocking the door the last uh, couple of years, and Noel Farlong um, has gone in there. Former Cox selector, Noel Farlong. Former yeah. Cox oh. selector, Noel Farlong. It's a great appointment for them. And number three, Ballancolic. Um, and that's not really based on the league form, really. It's just in general, I think they have a very good team. The Duayos have gone back in there, Danny and Johnny. Um, they, like, they did very well in the league, but they only got promoted from Division 2. Which division was a big two to everyone, like they lost the first two games, and they ended up getting promoted. Unbelievable Remarkable achievement. Really, yeah. They won six to the last seven to get promoted. Um, I think they have a very good team. Um, Brian Keating, James Dwyer, Tiger, Colin Keane, Dorgan. Um, and in defence, they have a very good um, team as well. Young David O'Sullivan has done well for them in the league. Um, but they only know too well that, that league is league and championship is championship. Well the last few years they've done well in the league and, 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 and they so. haven't really kicked on and, and they they would be targeting the, the first game against Dungoni uh, on Saturday night in Cove. And Dennis yeah, Perry Dimitri's obviously a lively grade, isn't it? Uh, it is, Very yeah. entertaining games generally in it. And Be- because you you have a lot of evenly matched teams and you see that as well in the intermediate A and it, it does make for um, you know, very interesting very interesting championships. More often games than that, fewer yeah. sweepers and things like and, that. And even uh, we we've had it over the last couple of years, we, we've seen teams win their first two matches and not get out of the group and teams lose their first two and get out, you know. So it, it there's loads of moving parts there and it just makes it makes it fascinating. But to go back to my power rankings, who would have said this time last year that Inescara, you know, would have would have won the county. So uh, and, and he deserved, and, and, you know, yeah. and, and he deserved to win the county in the end. And so you know, and Casamarta, yeah. who were, were in the county final last year, you haven't done yeah. in the top three, but they could be there. They could be there. Yeah, Obviously yeah. You could make Joyce and he was sitting yeah. centre back. You could make a case for every club really in in that grade. Yeah. It's very very competitive. Yeah, Valley Rovers are all Valley Rovers, yeah, and they all have, have a good league, so very competitive. And we'll move down to the intermediate yeah, a, a grade. Dennis, you're gonna give your power rankings. Like Barry said, like last year, Dungorny beat Cadove in the final, and the two of them had kind of had mixed fortunes in in the years coming up to that. So this comes with a real health warning um, that it, 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 these could turn out to be 10, 11, 12, you know, in a few weeks' time. Yep. But I've gone for one Liz Gould, two Sarsfields and three Cladove. Um, Liz Gould, ha- they, they did well enough last year in the first year up after winning two consecutive county titles. I suppose it's asking a lot to keep going three years running. It'll probably stand to them that they had that year to acclimatise last year. They came third in Division 4 this year behind... Ballon Hassig and Valleys, you know, who are two premier two good teams. teams yeah. So they they will probably feel that that they're coming in with a, a good base. You know, they have they they have they've good hurdlers. They've they've guys who have um, experience playing with with him Achille, which which is it's huge um, at that level. Um, but you know. You just don't know what will happen. But they do have Dud, Dud Seeley who will be a big asset. Oh, yeah. And yeah like he's been brilliant. He's, he's for the an awful lot. And I, I think we'll definitely be seeing more of him in, in the next few years. And then they've they've John Cronin, they've the Cashmans, you know. They, they have a, a nice mix of kind of young and old. Um, Liam O'Shea as well. Or, sorry, not Liam O'Shea. Sorry, it is Liam O'Shea. Yeah, Liam O'Shea, a good Cork yeah. winner in 2017. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and great free taker. 
Sars in second, like we're saying about the depth um, that they have, they, they can't not contend, you know, when there's so many good hurlers there. Obviously, the one kind of negative point is that they could lose players to the senior setup. Um, but even then, they probably have enough to um, to to challenge at that grade. You know, they they have um, they've done that in in the last years. And then Clodagh beaten finalists last year. I think they've lost a couple of guys to Australia, but the the confidence you get from getting to a final is um, is 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 a valuable thing. And I think it, it should stand to them. Yeah, they've done very well in the league, Clodagh. Yeah, um, they have a good club man uh, manager, Dick Cronin. Um, so yeah, they'll be, they'll be definitely there. Yeah, they were, they were hot that favorites that in last year's final lads against Dundee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, they did, yeah. So just, just hurting uh, over that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all down from Premier Intermediate, you know, which seems strange given that they were senior a, a decade ago. They had a kind of mixed mixed bag in the league. So I suppose you just don't know. They'll just be looking to arrest their side if, if nothing else. And yeah, to maintain that position. Yeah, and bring through a few underage players yeah, next year. Exactly, maybe. Yeah. And so Dennis, the Premier Junior grade, the power rankings there not Premier a tough way to predict. Uh, again for one Russell Rovers two Tracton and three Ballygarvan um, again you know y- you've, you've had those, those teams kind of in, in the mix the last few years and Russell Rovers with Kieran Sheehan um, having having joined them and they, they did well in Division 4 of the league whereas the other two were in Division 5 okay um, Tracton beaten final last year against Ballygiblin great start with a goal then a red card, and I suppose it wasn't really a contest after that, but they're they're always hard to beat. Ballygarvan are in the same group as Kilbritton, who are probably you'd put fourth in those rankings. Um, so th- that'll be interesting to see kind of who who emerges top of that group, assuming it is one of those two. And then, you know, when you get to knockout, anything can happen. Like you know, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. And I suppose Russell Rovers would be worthy favourites in that they've again the couple of forwards that have been. Proven pedigree, Josh Bozang and lads like that are proven pedigree. At yeah, that like. uh, absolutely. And they they got to the final in in the first year of it, and they they lost to Cast Martyr. Then they kind of had to go straight into the twenty twenty one championship, and ended up you know having to battle against relegation. But they they've come back very well, very well from that. Um, so I think I think they'll be. Um, They'll be keen to be. Yeah, I covered the league final between Belly Gavin and Tracton down Cargline a couple of weeks ago. And it was a great final, brilliant final, huge crowd. It was a lovely day down Cargline, and um, Belly Gavin uh, edged it. Uh, Mark Kenefick, you know, very experienced player for them. Did a great game, and uh, the former Kerry Hollow John Griffin is training. John Griffin, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, is training Belly Gavin. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, uh, the former Inniscarra manager, Paul McCarthy, is training Tracton uh, this year. So, yeah, yeah, they, those two yeah, teams will definitely be up there. Yeah. They, they've been really impressed with, with how Paul has settled in. And, you know, he, he did really well with Inniscarra. And he did hmm. really well with Shandoon the year before that. He kind of yeah. revitalised their fortune. So he has a bit of a magic touch. So that'll be interesting to see if, if he can um, bring them on a, a step. Thanks very much, lads. Thanks to everyone for joining us on the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. You can catch us every Tuesday on echolive.ie forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. The Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design.
visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker.